And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hi, Kat. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. Sorry for the technical D there. I had, I was panicking, unable to record this, but we got it going now. Yeah. Where are you? I am in London, England. Oh, man. Yes. That's not where you live, is it? No, it is not where I live. <laughs> and it's so fucking cold. Is I it? can't take it. Oh, it's too cold. I don't, I can't take it. So you're on tour playing these Mm -hmm, songs yeah where do you live currently i reside in ontario canada um but i'm kind of on the on the hunt for something different something new not really sure where that's going to be but i'm on the hunt warm balmy london no (laughs) no no (laughs) um so you're out there touring around you're in the uk how's it going how is the tour i haven't been on tour for about four months it's going well. Um, it just started um, a few days ago, maybe like five days ago. So I feel like I'm kind of getting on a better sleep schedule now. I've played two shows. Uh, last night I played at a really neat place called Black's. It was for this uh, thing called Golden Slippers. I don't know. It was a really cool, narrow venue, but it was all like there was like candles and it was beautiful. Oh, cool. It was a really fun Great. experience. Yeah. Are you out on your own? Are you opening for someone or, or a combo of those things? Well, the last show last night I was doing uh, by myself. It was kind of like a showcase. And then the one the previous night was in Glasgow and I um, opened for Bonnie Light Horseman. And then oh. next week I'm doing a three-piece band and I'll be opening for uh, Lissy. All right. Did you meet any of the Bonnie Light Horsemans or do you know them? 
Uh, I don't know them. I did meet them briefly. They were really lovely, and they played a great show. I think Eric Johnson's a Bonnie Light Horseman. Um, well, I know you're supporting this record, Down Rounder. It's a wonderful record. I've had the privilege of listening to it all before the before it hits the streets on uh, February 17th, I believe. And yeah, and it, I've been listening to it quite a bit. And for me, it's it's very subtly versatile. It's almost multi-genre, but it's so beautifully held together by this tone that you've created and, of course, your voice. But again, it goes a lot of different directions. Um, what is your your musical background? Yeah, I guess I started teaching myself guitar around like 14 or 15. And then after high school, I like played in some bands and stuff in high school. And then after that, I, I did a program called Music Industry Arts at uh, Fanshawe College in London, Ontario. And that was kind of just like engineering and production and business and so kind of everything wrapped into one one program. So I did that. And what's your musical influence? I think the the beginning of like my real major influence was hearing old blues music. But when I was younger, my grandfather played old time fiddle, and I had two uncles that were really fantastic guitar players. One was more folk and one was more rock and roll. But that really, I think, was a big influence on me. That was like my first experience with like live music and seeing live music. And mm -hmm. it was very inspiring. But yeah, I think hearing old blues music, like Delta blues music, like Lead Belly and Robert Johnson, like really influenced me. It was just like I heard that and it felt so real and strange and old and, and so full of so much mm -hmm. emotion and depth. And uh, after that, I just kind of went Went down the hole of blues music and jazz music and folk music and punk music and <laughs> gospel mm -hmm. and soul and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then up until you started this new record, where were you at musically, you know, at the beginning of Down Rounder? Were you listening to anything specific? Did you have anything that was a catalyst for the sound on this record? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I think like my inspirations are always changing, and I, I just ask because you know, some uh, often for me, in between records, just pick up on something, and then I'm like, ah, oh, the next record has to have some element of whatever this mm. is I've been listening to over the last two years. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely listening to uh, a lot of Peter Lafarge, which is definitely more like acoustic-y, um, like lots of James Brown and like early Elvis. Oh, right. Yeah, I hear a little bit of 50s, almost doo-wop on, uh, mm -hmm. I think it's Real Love, one of those songs. Yeah. It's got that doo-wop vibe. Um, well, my favorite song, is probably not a, a big surprise, is Papa Took My Totems. That song is <laughs> really, truly not just the quote-unquote rocker on the record, um, because it doesn't have a, you know, it's not a bombastic song but it has so much energy that you don't even know that it's not bombastic it's really great and i think the arrangement has a lot to do with it i think the repetition of your words works so well and i gotta say also if if joe strummer was still alive he'd be jealous of this song i bet he'd cover it <laughs> it, it really it's got a clash oh even that's very cool joe strummer, <laughs> it really does uh arrangement and everything it's it's so killer but i want to talk not just about the energy of in the music of that song, but I love the lyrics. And as I said, I like the repetition, but it seems to be kind of a three-pronged sentiment behind 
the lyrics. And I understand that uh, you have a Métis uh, or Métis, um, a Métis heritage. And I think the lyrics are partly addressing the destruction of that culture. But there's also seems to be a few other things. Can you tell us a little bit about those lyrics? It's kind of connected to a lot of different things. It is connected to that. It's also just kind of a, about um, the state of the environment, which is kind of all connected. And, and just how our society is very masculine dominated. And I don't know, just like the destruction of things that are sacred and real. And it, it's very devastating. And it can be hard to deal with that sometimes. Yeah. Well, again, I, I think the simplistic style that it is delivered is really elaborate. It's not simple. It's it's real. You really <laughs> nailed it with the with the message. Thank um, you. And uh, I want to play. Papa took my totems. Is that cool with you? Yeah, for sure. Here we go. song it also puts me in a, yeah. a thoughtful mood uh i just can't say enough about how it came together and the it's it's just perfectly captured for me and it, it is has a really kind of a punk energy to it so um great tune cool and I um i want to talk a little bit about how you made this record and what that experience was and how you wound up recording with tony berg which i'm very envious of <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, it was, it was quite a, a journey. I think um, initially my intention was to record the record in my home studio with my partner and just do it all kind of DIY and just take, take my time with it. And it was really cool to have, you know, when the pandemic hit, it was really cool to have that, that time and space to kind of allow the songs to unfold and kind of grow and change in a way that I think, you know, when you go to make a record, usually it's very, you know, deadlines and you want to get it finished and, and things like that. And, and I think sometimes having too much space is not, it's not the easiest to get things done. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but it was nice to have the space. And, and so we kind of started picking away and, and I was living in, um, a little cabin in, in Quebec at the time on the St. Lawrence river. And it was like so beautiful. It was in nature. It was right on the river and in the trees. And it was just really beautiful place to make music. And I ended up writing a lot of new songs and and adding some of those in there and, and kind of ditching a few and yeah, just working through it. And then ended up hitting quite a big snag when, when I realized that, um, our place was kind of full of mold and we were getting kind of sick from the mold. And so we kind of had to make a quick decision to leave. And so we had to dismantle the studio and dismantle everything and with no like real place to go. So that was really difficult. And then we ended up nearly moving into a new place in Montreal, which kind of had a similar problem. So we ended up leaving that place as well. And it was, it was a really difficult experience to just like be so uprooted and, and not uh, know where to go and feeling like, and also it was winter at the time when we left. So it was just like fucking minus 40 fucking, Oh, it was brutal. (laughs) To be in beautiful nature, toiling (laughs) away on your songs, happily focused. And then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. fuck. Yeah. Everything kind of just exploded and, and, and was very chaotic. And so, yeah. And then after a few months, we, we ended up going back home and which is not like an ideal place to make music. And Mm -hmm. it was, it was really difficult and I was having a hard time just figuring it all and getting it all back organized and together and, and kind of coming up with a plan. And, and my manager, Peter, he knows Tony, they go way back. And so, um, he kind of reached out to him and, and asked if we could just do some Zoom calls and and just kind of go over the songs together and just kind of see them with fresh eyes. And so I ended up doing that with Tony for a few months. And that was just such an awesome experience. Really amazing to have have fresh eyes. But yeah, I, I don't think I can say enough great things about Tony. It was just like yeah, such I, a, a lovely experience. <laughs> the only thing I've heard about him is that he's great to work with. And he's a and he's a really nice person and he's unbelievably fantastic and and he has yeah. this ability to really see the songs and see the vision and and know where you want to go even yeah. if you're not sure where you want to go which Great. is very uh, amazing and so we were working for a while and then I realized I needed to find a producer in a studio to just like get this record finished and. There was a few people I spoke with, but the timing was just kind of odd. And then I got a message from Tony initially because he said he he didn't have the time to produce the record and he didn't have any free time, but he would love to, but he didn't have the time. And so then I got a message from him saying, you know, would you be down to come to L.A. 
and do right it now. <laughs> in six days. Yeah, right now. I've had that experience and, uh, <laughs> before with a producer where it's like, really? Uh, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hell yeah, you know, like going to Sound yeah. City and I'm there. So he only had six free days. Oh, man. That's all the time we had. So yeah, I flew up there and he had all the musicians there waiting for me and he just, I had no idea who was going to be there. I just sort of walked into it and was just hoping for the best and it was way better than I could have ever imagined. It was wonderful. The the musicians he brought in were just so great. It was um, Mason Stoops on the guitar, uh, Sebastian Steinberg on upright bass and Kane Rashad on drums and mm. Jacob Jeffries on keys. And they were just absolutely fantastic. It was crazy. We did four days of tracking with the band and two days of overdubs, but we mostly did everything live, uh, save for, I think, maybe two songs, vocals and everything. So, <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, uh, that probably wasn't your intended formula from a peaceful riverside writing session to... Um, discombobulated moving around and then a rush to Los Angeles to make the record, but it worked so well. It's so rare. Yeah. I mean, I think the rush was like so nice because I was kind of going crazy, like not having it done and being work, being working on it for yeah. so long and not knowing how to finish it and what to do and just feeling so lost and then being like, Hey, here, come, come in a week and we'll do it. And it was like, Oh, thank fuck. I'm just so yeah. down to get this done. And it was amazing. So, yeah. yeah. Cause I, my experience has been, you can, Oh man, you can over listen to stuff and you're like, yeah, you almost start to get over it in a way. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you, you yeah. had that little window there. Yeah. Me too. It was amazing. So you are, um, out there on the road now are you how are you playing these songs are you are you playing full band acoustic uh different versions of it yeah i mean i guess like they're obviously not going to sound exactly like the record but i've been the first two shows i've been doing just myself and i guess my setup is i have a little taisco uh electric guitar and then i also have my acoustic tenor guitar Mm -hmm. so yeah and then these shows coming up i'll be doing three piece so i'm doing uh drums and bass and myself so all right yeah how's it feel to play these songs it feels great this record just feels like the most me out of everything i've ever made and uh, i'm very proud of it and um it feels really good to have new stuff and it's the whole process has been really inspiring and i've i've been writing a lot lately so i'm excited to move on to the next one (laughs) all right well um i love the record and congrats again it's really it's like a good record to listen to it's you listen to the whole thing you don't just listen to three songs but i will listen to papa took my totems about 90 percent more than i listen to the rest (laughs) of the record because i again i love it um you're out there traveling travel safe Mm -hmm. i hope i get to see you in seattle or maybe we'll cross paths somewhere but um yeah i hope i get to see this live and um i do have a question Mm -hmm. who's rounder is rounder a being yeah, I guess. For me, it's like it encapsulates the lost and searching nature of like hobos and cowboys and gold miners and adventurers. Mm-hmm. To me, when I envision a rounder, it's like someone who moves through like natural landscape, like looking for answers to make sense of of it all through like movement and experience and to find 
a place I could feel like home. And during this record, I felt very low and lost and felt like the songs were a way for me to, you know, venture into my own internal landscape. And um, so I felt like I was a down rounder. I was like low down, but still a rounder and still moving around. So yeah, it's kind of what it means for me. Rounding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, again, travel safe as you're traveling out there and um, hope to see you. Thank you so much. Take it easy. Bye. Everything comes more clear when it's raining. All the dread that's in my head starts to fade. And I just want to take off all my clothes and start running. Oh, can't touch me now. Cause I'm moving And every time I cry You know it cleans me Like rain coming down from the sky Oh, release me I feel the moon I feel her moods I feel everything that's going on around I just feel it The moment is now Oh, I feel it My bare feet are in the ground Oh, yes, I feel it The sun going down Get me hard as a rock 
Feel the moment is now. 